Shilfgaard still here? I pointed at the stairs. Sure, she said. Your hand, please. She held aloft a genetic scanning disc. Um, we can't do that, I said. This has to be confidential. He don't like it if he can't check your scan first. He wouldn't have access to my, uh, our breakdowns, anyway. His database would come up zip. Mia shook her head. Sorry, good night. I pulled out a flat of hard credit, marked off 100 francs, and slotted them into her bank. How about telling him there's a nice man and a nice lady down here with lots of money who just need a little advice? Five minutes tops. Mia frowned. She climbed the stairs and returned a minute later. He says, fold your hands like this, both of you. She interlocked her fingers and pressed her palms together. Take them apart while you are upstairs and he will kill you. We obeyed and mounted the stairs. The climbing compounded the agony in my knees. Elvis turned to me and said cheerfully, Have a nice day. Where did you come up with that? I asked as we neared the top. Random pleasantry expressed with sarcasm. Sounds familiar. Programming session in the year 2032, 11.04 p.m. Right. The security door at the top of the stairs was open, its reinforcing rods retracted from their slots in the doorframe. A sickly little man waved us in. His flesh was yellowish, and his hair had been worked into a gelatinous tangle. Stay in the center of the room, he ordered. Keep the hands folded. Behind the little man was a curved, tiered work table, piled with keyboards and screens. He gestured with a stubby little handgun, wide barrel, bloated magazine. That, Elvis, is a gum pump, I said. Also known as a meat eater, it fires a sheet of gummy flash acid that is harmless to just about every conceivable material, except human flesh. It was developed for security teams working in space environments. That's nice to know, Elvis said. She took a few steps to the left. Stand still, please. You, the fellow gestured toward me. You seem to know your weapons. I guess what I know is security operations. You, I suppose, are Mr. Shilfgaard. He seated himself on a three-legged stool and kept the gum gun pointed at my abdomen. Willie Shilfgaard, he said. What do you want? I've been asking around, looking for people who do a certain kind of work, I said. I do computers, Shilfgaard said. Fine. I've been in bars and steroid houses and implant parlors, software joints, and all I say is... I got a big problem that I need eliminated. You know anyone who fixes big problems? And the name Shilfgaard came up a couple of times. I don't think I am going to be able to help you, Shilfgaard said. Then he pointed the gum gun at Elvis. I said don't move. What are you doing, Elvis? He's going to pull that trigger and mess up your new dress. Sorry. Okay, so let's all relax, I said. We're going to leave now, but I would just like to part with an observation. What's that? We've been all over Philadelphia talking to dozens of people, and you're the first person to hold a gun on us. Makes me think maybe you branch out from the software business now and then. Let's just say it's that kind of neighborhood. Now get out. One more thing, and believe me, I don't say this to all the guys. It's just that I think I've finally found the right set of ears. I know about a hit, a big job. It's already been contracted out, but they barfed it the first time. I moved toward the door. Elvis followed, 
and Schilfgard's gun followed both of us. Who's the hit on? he asked. Entertainment executive, Benito von City. We made it to the landing, hands still folded. So how do you fit in? I can show them how to do it right. Halfway down the stairs. And who the hell are you? Schilfgard was shouting now over the music. Call me the man in the moon.